0: Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Zaido Musa, CEO and founder of Superb, a guest experience management platform that's raised over 13 million euros in funding. Zaido, thanks for chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Brett. Yeah, no problem. So before we begin talking about what you're building at Superb, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit about your background. My
1: name is Zaido. I'm uh, the CEO and founder of Superb. I came from uh, a very nice team building, the early Jonah juice, juice and coffee chain. And since then, been very active in in building different tech startups, tech companies, and and now trying to change the restaurant industry with Superb.
0: Very cool. And to dive into Superb, in simple terms, what problem are you solving and who are you solving that problem for? So Superb is a guest
1: experience management platform that is built for restaurants to give them control of their data and control of their, their guest insights. What I saw early on was that restaurants are using outdated systems that do not really help them. In their daily work, they don't really integrate and give them any context. So what we intend to do with Superb is simply connect the dots for them and and allow them to actually use the power in what their guests like to eat at the restaurant or like to drink so that every experience is personal.
0: Got it. And what size restaurant are you typically targeting?
1: I think you would probably characterize them as the classic mom and pops type of restaurant. We focus on independent restaurants and we've segmented only to the mid to high end segment of restaurants. So all our customers are restaurants that care about the guest experience. When you walk into the restaurant, everything is thought through.
0: Got it. That makes sense. And how are they currently managing the guest experience? Is there a legacy tool that everyone uses, but everyone hates? Is, you know, are they doing nothing? What does that look like when it comes to solving the problem today?
1: So if you look at restaurant technology today, most of it is dominated by marketplaces or discovery platforms that essentially are really good at driving more traffic to your restaurant. That obviously it means that these platforms on the market have matured a lot on the guest experience side, right? Made it easier to find and book a restaurant. But we feel that they have somehow forgotten the restaurant and the whole uh, back office of a restaurant, right? Because that also influences the guest experience. And what we have done is is simply given them a stronger backbone to run the restaurant. We cover everything from when you make a reservation online to you order in the restaurant, to you pay and leave in one full circle. And they don't really have alternatives today. What they tend to use is a fragmented set of tools that doesn't really do much than that one static action for them, taking a reservation or creating a, a bill or taking a payment. And we're trying to elevate that a bit for them to actually be the, the helper to their work.
0: And do you find it hard to convince independent restaurants or you know kind of the mom and pops to invest in technology? Or how do these you know, types of customers view technology today? What
1: we definitely see is that There's a new generation of restaurateurs, a new generation of chefs, a generation that have been born with technology and really understands the power of technology and how it can not only help them elevate their guest experience, but also elevate their working experience, not only for them, but also their teams. And, you know, it's like for somebody working in tech, imagine if Slack stopped working (laughs) <laughs> for two it's days right? times <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's happened a few times lately Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can definitely identify the pain of that, right? And it doesn't require much convincing, actually, to sell to them We try to give them an understanding of the promised land We try to tell them where can guest experience management take you Versus where you are today, right? So we are very much focused on painting a, a story for them Where they understand how are they working today And how does the new way of
0: working look like for them Makes sense. And you launched in 2017. How much traction have you seen so far?
1: So we're represented in over 20 countries today. We are probably the industry leader for mid to high-end segment of restaurants in, in Europe. We haven't entered other key markets like the US, Asia, and the Middle East yet. So there's a great future ahead. We have already surpassed the two million euro AR mark. So we are a post-Series A startup that have checked off most boxes. And the boxes that I check off is, one, build a brand, two, build a team where 100 people today, build a strong sales force and build a predictable commercial model. And those boxes are checked off. So I think that is the most important traction for us.
0: Nice, makes sense. And when it comes to market categories, how do you think about them? You know, Is, is guest experience management an established category? Is that one that you went out and created yourself? Or what does that look like?
1: So what we are essentially trying to do is to introduce the notion of hyper-personalization for restaurants, that they can treat every guest in the most personal way and give them the most personal experience ever, right? So you really feel at home as a guest in in the restaurant's uh, dining room. We launched guest experience management as the anchor point to really understand what we are doing, the problem we're solving, right? We invented GXM as a new category because we looked at the current categories you have on the market, like reservation systems or point of sale systems and stuff like that. And we saw that we did not really fit under them. And also, we, we did not really want to get stuck under one of them because we're really that different as a platform. So we built the guest experience management a bit as the restaurant equivalent of a CRM system to really enforce the notion of collecting your data and being able to connect the dots in the data to be able to use it, right? And so far, it looks like restaurants really get it. We see many restaurant managers changing their title to guest experience managers. But it's not only the restaurants. It's also... Um, other restaurant technology on the market that have started to tab into this category, which is amazing. I mean, the industry needs to understand that we need to change things and we need to shake up things to transform the restaurant industry for the better, right? You've seen amazing innovation in terms of how you cook the interior space of a restaurant, digital presence of a restaurant, how high quality the service is when you sit in the restaurant. But now comes the time to give something back to the guest, right? And that is the data. That is where you find the secret to actually be able to elevate your restaurant experience even further. And for that, guest experience management was a term that was really needed. And I'm super happy that we designed that for the industry.
0: And how did you learn about the idea of category design? Were there any specific books that you read? Or did this just all come naturally to you? I've been very inspired by
1: Salesforce and the build-up they did and the creation of the SaaS category. I think that is probably one of the single most important category developments in technology in the last decade, right? I think what they did there was they taught us that you can actually transform a market completely and that you also can dominate it. I think they've done that always. So that has been a huge inspiration for me. I think taking that... Combining it with my other experiences in the past of building something that is truly unique, truly distinctive from what else is in the market and conceptualizing it under a a new anchor point is something that feels natural, right? I've been educated in business psychology and this is something that is usually neglected. The understanding of how positioning plays a role in building a successful solution or a successful company, right? This is something that we really can use for our benefits. So I've been combining a little bit of different worlds to end where we are.
0: Makes sense. So when in the startup journey did you guys decide to make it a category? Was that day one that you set off with a category-led strategy or did that come later on down the road?
1: It actually came from day one. So I'm really obsessed with finding the right names, right? I mean. Superb sounds nice, right? Slack sounds nice. Facebook sounds nice. <laughs> Names from me, from a branding perspective, and from a habitual perspective, plays a huge role in building successful companies. And you know, taking that further, I had already stumbled into the notion of building categories from you know successful companies coming out of the area and so on. And when I found it superb, it was kind of like an important brick before we even got to the phase of building our product, we were like, okay, what is it that is so different about Superb? What is it that we want the market to understand? Do we want to into a specific categories and build something completely different and branded with a new label that obviously will take time and is harder for us to educate the market about, but where it really, really have a transformative impact and where we decide what the rules are for this category. And we chose, obviously, that already the first week, right? So, Mm -hmm. never regretted it since.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one of the things that I hear a lot about the process of category design or category creation is it's hard, right? You have to, you know, convince people to do something they haven't yet done before. And a lot of, investors I see and a lot of you know analysts and, and even customers sometimes say you know don't create a category just go to an existing one and, and try to disrupt that did you have people who were against the idea of category creation for you and, and they wanted you to go to existing categories or was everyone on board from day one
1: I think when you are um, in the early days it's up to you to decide and define how you want to go to market and for us there wasn't many people to actually stand against that. But it is also a bit dangerous when you want to raise capital to go out and say, hey, we are trying to reinvent the world, right? We are building a completely new category. Nobody knows anything about it, but we need a lot of money to (laughs) tell people about it and build a brand around it, right? Because that is so much harder. The easy way would be to say, hey, we've built an all-in-one platform. You have a booking system. You have a point-of-sale system you have a payment solution, and then you have a lot of other features around it. And what we do is we try to gather all your data from these systems on the one platform. But it kind of like removes the magic around this, and that is the actual vision of what you want to build. So what is the actual outcome for the, the customer in using such a platform? And it was actually clear to me from day one that we needed to place it under a specific umbrella for the customer to really understand that we are building something completely new. And it's also, I think, the hardest part is telling the customer, we need to leave the old and work with the new, right? But it also creates a lot of energy um, for the customer and a lot of trust in a better future, specifically for them in running direction. Makes sense.
0: And if we zoom out into the future here, you know, let's say five years, what will the future of guest experiences look like and what role will you play in shaping that future?
1: What we believe is that restaurants and in general, in hospitality and other industries, personalization will be more and more important, especially when we talk about experiences. What we've learned already after the pandemic is that we become more and more picky. We appreciate higher quality moments than a lot of moments, uh, a lot of experiences, very few good dining options than many. And I think that trend is going to continue. And for restaurants, they need to find ways to elevate their experience to constantly be more and more relevant in the customer's mindset. And that's hard because more and more restaurants are going to open up. That's what's happening after every crisis. And restaurants in general are pretty resilient, but they really, really need to do their work and their part to be so different as a brand and not just as a restaurant. We love our favorite brands today and restaurants are exactly the same. So what we want to do is obviously we start with restaurants and we introduce this new way of working for them, but we obviously want to take it further and connect your guest profile across platforms, across solutions so that you have one, you could call it, experience across the world, whether you travel, eat, you visit a store, everyone knows who you are and everyone can personalize the experience for you every step of the way. That is truly a unique. Imagine if you could go into a place and you would always be recognized. You would always get exactly what is your preference, and no matter if it's food or a hotel experience or a flight experience or whatever, that that is the future.
0: Very cool. Well, that's a future that certainly has me excited. I think that's all we're going to have time to cover for today. So before we wrap up, if people want to follow along with your journey, where's the best place for them to go? And if they want to get in touch, what's the best way for them to do so? So uh,
1: I think you should visit superbexperience.com if you want to read more about guest experience management and our platform. I would also recommend you to follow our Instagram, which is also called Superbexperience. There you can, for example, find all the stories we have about restaurants in our community. You can find our podcast where we talk about the state of the industry and and how the guest experience of tomorrow will look like. And obviously, I mean, LinkedIn is still the the king of networking, so you can always find me there, if you can spell my name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to chat, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much.